everybody, it is Monday, 26th of September, and Henry is back. He only got off the aeroplane about midnight last night, so you've got me this morning, you lucky things. This is the Marcus Today pre-market podcast. This is general advice only. Don't for a moment think it's suited to your personal financial circumstances. Right, as anyone who read the Marcus Weekend email will know, Friday was a bit of a nasty one on Wall Street yet again. Dow Jones down 486 points. That's 1.62%. At one point, it was down 826 points. So rallied a bit into the close. The Nasdaq fell 1.8%. The S&P 500 fell 1.7%. And if you look at the chart in the pre-market section today, you'll see the S&P 500 closed right on the low hit in June this year. So that is support, although it has hit it so hard, the market accelerating down. It's hard to imagine that being a sensible support level. But we will find out this week. Not looking too good so far. The Dow futures, as I look now, down 119 points. So it looks like we might get more of the same tonight. Dow Jones was down 4.25% last week. NASDAQ 5.7%. S&P down 5.2%. Our market was down 3.9%. The Dow, sorry, the SPY futures this morning are down 82%. And that follows a 126 point drop that we had on Friday. There was a little bit of a change in theme on Friday. The conversations moved from central bank aggression and rising interest rates firmly to the risk of recession. And it was interesting that whereas resources have held up pretty well relative to the US market, certainly, on Friday, BHP fell 4.6%, Rio 5.7% in the US. Most of the US resources stocks were down 5 to 6%, and metal prices started to reflect recession fears. Copper down 3.3%, nickel down 4.9%, aluminium 2.7%, zinc 3.4%. But more acutely related to recession fears, perhaps, was the oil price down 4.1% and 5.9%. And the oil price is now down 35% from the top in June and still falling. All looking pretty shabby. Europe, stock 600 down 2.3% on Friday. FTSE down 2%, Germany down 2%. You'll see charts of the oil price, the copper price in the pre-market section today. And the VIX volatility index beginning to pick up, up 9.4% on Friday. There's a chart of that in the pre-market section as well. If you are supposed to buy when others are fearful, then you might wait a little bit longer because the VIX volatility index, which is known as the fear index, is still rising. You want to buy not when others are fearful, when they're at their most fearful. I'm not sure they're there yet. Some of the headlines this morning include investors wonder when vicious sell-off in US stocks will end. Investors dump global bond and equity funds. Global investors lick wounds and brace for more chaos. It doesn't sound very good, does it? Of course, it's in the teeth of the storm that the weather starts to improve, and we're certainly in a storm at the moment. Other headlines, North Korea fires ballistic missile. The US vice president is visiting the area. US warns of catastrophic consequences if Russia uses nuclear weapons in Ukraine. That's the US stating the bleeding obvious. Complaints about Russia's chaotic mobilization grow louder. They've just conscripted 300,000 people to fight in Ukraine. Italy's right wing wins election, says exit polls. Canadians clean 
up after Fiona sweeps homes out to sea. Photo of that in pre-market. And Kenya's Kipchoge, have I pronounced that right? Almost certainly not. Shatters marathon in world record in Berlin in two hours, one minute and nine seconds. Looks like the two hour marathon is going to replace the four minute mile as a barrier now. Other stuff on Friday, the US 10 year bond yield actually dropped a tiny weeny touch, but the two year bond yield shot up another eight basis points. So the yield curve is inverted even more. The gap between the two and 10 year bond yields out to 51 basis points. And that of course is reflecting recession risk. Sectors underperforming on Friday in the US energy with the oil price fall. Cyclicals, resources, financials. Some of those interest rate sensitive sectors doing a little bit better. REITs, technology, slightly outperforming as recession risk peaks out long-term interest rates. If we get a recession, interest rates are not going up. Other headlines, Goldman Sachs cuts S&P 500 target. Morgan Stanley raises fear for company earnings. Copper slumps as interest rate rises, heightened demand fears. Gold drops to two and a half year low as dollar extends rally. US dollar was up another 1.65% on Friday. Britain sends investors fleeing with historic tax cuts and borrowing. Stocks tumble, dollar soars and bonds plunge as recession fears grow. Wall Street slumps as investors fret on rate hikes and recession. Right, coming up we have main event this week will for us will be the new CPI number on Thursday. We're now reporting CPI on a monthly basis thanks to the Australian Bureau of Statistics waking up to the significance of CPI numbers these days. That number's on Thursday. It will cover both July and August. There's a bunch of other CPI releases, Italian, Spanish, German, and there's the US PCE price index, which is another inflation number on Friday. Lots of Fed speak this week, Powell on Tuesday. Lagarde speaks tonight and on Wednesday. We've got retail sales numbers Wednesday. The US has got a bunch of routine releases this week, most of them to do with the housing market. Jobless number is always on Thursday. UK GDP Friday. PMI numbers from China on Friday. We're watching Ukraine developments on the corporate front. We've got earnings numbers from Liontown, AGMs from ASX and Iris, and an investor briefing from Ansel. And the ex-dividend diary has calmed down a lot, but still a couple this week, which might interest some of you. Maya and Nick Scarly, 6.1% and 5.1% dividends, including franking on those. That's about it for pre-market. You have a fabulous day. We'll be back a bit later. (laughs) Thank you.